I'm Julie. I'm Kalea. And you're listening to the latest episode of Girls With Fun. Thanks for joining us. Every week we get together and chat about something on our mind about BTS. Sometimes we're silly and sometimes we're serious, but we're always creating a podcast by ARMY for ARMY. If you haven't yet, be sure to follow our social media accounts on Instagram and Twitter at Girls With Fun Pod and on Facebook at Girls With Fun Podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to leave us a review on your favorite streaming service. And without further ado, let's get on with the episode. Hey, hey, hey. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Girls With Fun. How are you doing tonight? (laughs) Not to be like ultra snarky, but based on our topic for today, how do you think I'm doing? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, before we get into that, um, I just feel like we need to discuss um, what I feel like is a very um, near and dear topic to my heart. (laughs) Um, so I just would like to discuss um, Nandrum's recent selfie and his hair update. I just feel like <laughs> at this point he's like personally teasing me. Yeah, you're being personally victimized by him, <laughs> Namjoon, at this point. I'm near offended. Um, it's like he's laughing in my face to get online and say that like, it's a surprise there's even hair left. Like, so. <laughs> yeah, it's a surprise to me too. Cut it off! <laughs> <laughs> going on <laughs> it's right there. he's literally trolling you this is in the same vein as you always pulling namjoon photo cards like it's nuts um okay. which like i'm crazy jealous of by the way for the record what did i keep pulling <laughs> yes <laughs> listen i absolutely adore him i just really want a yoongi and jk photo card so i can feel complete like finally i have all seven members and every <laughs> time Nanjun's like no <laughs> you will have my photo card actually you should literally do one of those tiktoks like where people just show their like photo card pools and it's like a compilation of them getting the same member. Like I've seen them for Yoongi and JK. I've seen them for Jin. I've never seen anyone but you and maybe it's just my algorithm, but that solely gets Namjoon hmm. photo card pools. Like I thought you were exaggerating. And then I think one time we were either like in between recording episodes or like just active in our group chat or something and <laughs> you were like okay about this okay i'm opening it like who do you think it's gonna be and i was like ha 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 namjoon just a random guess and then you were like you opened it and it was him again on like both of them <laughs> i was like wow she's really not exaggerating here <sighs> these days i pull namjoon or og7 or both which is like that's fairly rare i feel like yeah it is um. Yeah, if, if you are one of the people who constantly pull Yoongi or constantly pull Jungkook, um, I'm adding you to my Rob list. Just send your address <laughs> <laughs> so I can come find you. <laughs> or you know, you could like trade or something or that. There's <laughs> eh, the fun in that. <laughs> um. Also, my desire for 
Namjoon having a buzz cut is all in good fun. Please don't think I'm some kind of like manager army, like forcing him to cut his hair or something. Because that's not <laughs> that's not what it is. Like <laughs> just a preface. If anyone was thinking that. Well, on the topic of buzz cuts, I saw a fan edited video today that was like. <laughs> Jimin with like the military style buzz cut and it was like kind of unexpected right but at the same time like I sent it to Kalea and she was just like yeah if he had had this haircut in like 2014 he would have been way too powerful like (laughs) just too much also all in good fun but you know he was on his like real smooth talker stuff back then I don't know however you want to describe it I'm telling you, the eyeliner gave him like superpowers or something. <laughs> yeah, the for real. Different. <laughs> yeah, I want to talk to. I I often wonder this, like, if we ever actually do get our army sixty minutes, like, are the stylists they had then the stylists that they have now? Do they have more stylists? Like, when did we lose the eyeliner thing? When did yeah. that change? But you know what. We evolved from eyeliner to like a smoky shadow. I'm not mad about it. No, I love the looks they're serving now too. But if they ever do like 2021 Bangtan with like 2015 Bangtan eyeliner, it's over for me. Like you all are invited to my funeral. Imagine full grown like man Bangtan with eyeliner. Like, like June of 2021 with eyeliner to bring it all the way back around. The super heavy liner, yeah. Yeah, what, what was the decision? Like, was somebody like, you know, this is out of style. We're not doing this anymore. Were the members like, you know what, I'm not really feeling this. Um, was it not going in, like, the direction that the group was going in? Like, you know, they had to completely get rid of the eyeliner. It wasn't really fitting the vibe. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> Okay, I'm so sorry. And I love Boy With Love, but <laughs> the Boy With Love aesthetic with, like, super dark <laughs> eyeliner just popped into my head. I need to go back and look and find out when did we transition away from the eyeliner, right? Was that, like, before um, I Need You? Or was that, like wings like when do we stop doing the heavy eyeliner i feel like it was wings maybe but we definitely need to fact check this conversation for the good for the general public yeah i really can't remember for the good of the order more than i think about it hmm i feel it was definitely there in like danger era i can't oh for sure if it was in like i need you era or run era i feel like i don't know we need to go back and look, yeah. Maybe it corresponds to the kind of, like, change in their style of music. Yeah. Hmm. We need, like, <laughs> correlation and causation statistics discussion. <laughs> a good point. Um, but, anyway. Before we get into our, our, our heavy topic. Okay. I'm going to ask a question. Okay. okay, is this the one you were telling me you were going to ask me before? Yeah, so let me set the scene. Okay. Um, you had a long night the night before. Um, you went to bed, like, really late. Okay, you woke up. I don't know if you woke up early and you got, like, no sleep, or you woke up at, like, 1 p.m. Whatever sleep, you know, it's one of those sleeps, right? 
Why do I feel nervous? But okay. (laughs) You wake up, you go on whatever social media um, app of your choice, Twitter, Facebook, I don't know, but it says breaking news. (laughs) Kim Nanjun reveals that he is a father and is getting married in a month. (laughs) What would you do? What would you do if you woke up and saw I'm literally like pinching my nose bridge right now, like the corners of my eyes. But um, uh, and there's a there's a whole letter. He's like explaining it. Like, what would you do? Wow. Um. Wow. <laughs> I think the first thing I would do was make sure I wasn't still dreaming. I would definitely like pinch myself or be like, am I hallucinating? Cause I'm always really discombobulated when I wake up. Um, okay. You know, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Um, so I, I would feel like a moment of shock. I definitely would. But I think, like, I would be so happy for him because he's talked about, like, wanting to be a dad, right? Yeah. Um, would it hurt me a little? Yes, it would. Um, <laughs> would I ultimately be happy for him? Yes, I would. But I think I would probably need a day, like, I, I would just be in shock and need to go off Twitter for, like, a day. I would not want to see all the hot takes about why he is a dad or why he's the best dad ever or all the signs we should have seen or all the reasons that the news release is fake and it wasn't actually him writing the letter. Like, I could just not deal with that. Right. What would you do? Comes out tomorrow that J-Hope is married. We're getting married. (laughs) Well, I'm asking because there's news that, like, you know, Bobby from Icon is going to be a dad. Right. um, He's getting married. And I saw this when I woke up and I was like, Bobby! <laughs> like, and I'm not even like an icon fan. Like, I'm not an icon fan at all, right? I just, like, I sometimes I listen to their music and um, I know who they are, right? Like, but still, I was like, Bobby, like, really? Like, this is shocking. Um, and then there was news. I don't know when this came out, but like, Crush and the, the R&B singer Crush and yeah. from Red Velvet are like together, right? So there's like all this recent mm-hmm. news. I was just thinking like, what would I do if I woke up and I saw a member of BTS like going through this exact same thing? And um, I think it would be similar to you. First of all, I probably would scream. Um, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I would probably cry. <laughs> I think I would just be so like overwhelmed. Um not not like sad like oh my god he i i no longer have a chance type sad but just like dang i don't know it just seems like such a big shift right yeah well i had that thought kind of too because like i remember when love yourself her came out and namjoon was on ellen talking about like how you find someone that you really love blah 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 and it like wasn't that abstract of a conversation right And, like, nothing was ever confirmed, but I was just, like, dang. And that was, like, the first time that I kind of was, like, reckoning with that, I guess you could say. But, like, like, like you said, like, realistically, I know I'm not going to, like, 
be the one to marry Namjoon, though it kills me to say that, right? But at the same time, like, I want them to be happy and I want them to have, like, families and stuff. But it would, you know, like... Right. I see people... I'm in my late 20s, so I see people from, like, high school and college, like, getting married, having kids. Like, every time I go on Facebook, I'm just of that age. And it's kind of weird to see that it's like not even a scandalous thing for people our age to like have kids it's very normal right um so I guess it would kind of feel like I mean none of my super close friends have kids yet but like you find out that like your bff is getting married or has a kid like super suddenly because I mean bts is a big part of our lives right right so I think it would feel like a shock announcement from a close friend I guess is my point right it's like it's not even like I'm sad about them being with someone else and more so like oh my god like okay I grew up with these men right yeah <laughs> like we've grown alongside each other like wow like you know, we're really getting old like not not old in a bad way <laughs> we're, we're growing up like we're getting older like we're we're getting to the point where we're like getting married and like having kids like that's like huge right yeah so it's like, uh, like, am I supposed to be there? Or am I going to be there soon? Like, I don't know. It's just like a huge change thinking about it. Um, so I will feel like a little overwhelmed. Um, but I think I would, I would be happy to, you know, eventually I'd be like, oh my God, like, that's great that they are finally able to like, like announce to the world that like they are in love. Um, and that they're like, you know, that they have like a partner or whatever. And, they're not thinking about us for once like please don't think about us for once. yeah <laughs> it's funny that you asked this question because I mean for the benefit of our listeners like you didn't tell me in advance the question you were going to ask me but I was reading an article today it was an older one I don't even know why I stumbled across it and I think it was on like ID or Vice and it was all kind of about like celebrity relationships and like what's performative versus what's real and like can you have a real relationship as a celebrity um because you're just like constantly under scrutiny which are all things that like I'm sure we've all thought about especially when it comes to k-pop and these like intense standards that idols have and I I just hope that can change like I want them I actually think okay this is like welcome to my TED talk but I actually think that, like, for all the, like, AUs and for all the, like, late night thirst tweets and stuff, I actually think, like, fan love is fairly pure, right? Because you are loving someone with no expectation of, like, it ever being requited, you know what I mean? Like, you're willingly going into, like, an unrequited love, let's say. And I think, like, for the most part by and large army just want bts to be happy and to have those relationships and i i hope that whether they want to keep it private or they want to be public about it like they feel free to do what they want well and still have fan support um i would hope so um i noticed that i guess well it's not like i follow iconic so i wouldn't know but it seemed like the reaction from the fans was more positive um, than what I saw from XOLs and <laughs> Jen did the same thing only a few months ago. Um, or is it more like a year? Shoot. Anyway, that's not the point of the conversation. I wonder if the fans would be like, 
as they say they are, right? You get the people who make a hit tweet and maybe like 11K people like it and they think, yeah, I totally would not have any problem with BTS um, dating, getting married, or having kids. And then when the actual news comes out, it's like World War Three. <laughs> At least that's what I'm expecting, right? Because sure, you see the people that you follow on Twitter saying that, but there's far more people on Twitter than we think um, that True. we're not following. There's also people that on other forums and things like that that we're not seeing. So like, yeah, it might be all uh, hunky-dory <laughs> on our timelines or, you know, our curated timelines, but that doesn't mean that there's not going to be like actual outrage or whatever. So I really, I don't think that if, um, if BTS, one of the members of BTS or however many came out tomorrow and was like, yup, I got six kids and I've been married for four years. I don't think that fans would be as, um, welcoming as they say that they are. I don't. I really don't. Yeah. I mean, there's, shall we say, discourse over, literally every possible thing on the timeline so i'm sure a member coming out as being in like a long-term committed relationship or having kids would be like a discourse times a thousand right right and there would be quote-unquote army that would leave um i mean i have no doubt sadly that that would be the case but well, remember that post that our friend sent or she said that she saw someone say that like it feels weird having a married man like on my wall I'm assuming like in a poster right and it's almost yeah. like what like <laughs> you know like why should the dynamics of um your parasocial relationship change I mean really if you really want to you can just continue fantasizing about being with him like just don't think <laughs> of, just don't think of the person in their life you know like it's really not going to change anything because you're not with them. So, right? Like, why is it weird to have a married man on your wall? Like, what? what's, what's the change? And then you're also saying in, in that same sense that you were here only for your, like, fantasy relationship with this person. That you, you really didn't care about their music. You didn't care about them, like, on a personal level. Well, you don't know them on a personal level. But, like, you know, whatever that persona is that they create um you didn't care about any of that you really only cared about this fantasy of like having them as your your boyfriend or your girlfriend or whatever like (laughs) yeah I think part of it and I was kind of hinting at this in my previous comment too is part of it is the suddenness of it I think the really hard thing that happens just with social media, like why people love keeping up with the Kardashians and Real Housewives and like whatever reality TV show, but also in K-pop, it's like you feel like you know the celebrity. You feel like you know the person, right? right? Um, Even if it's like, even if it's not romantic, you like as a fan feel like you have some connection or affinity with them and you really don't. And so that sudden announcement is also a reminder of the fact that like, yeah, I don't have a personal relationship with like Kim Namjoon, <laughs> like even from a friendship perspective, if I was in his life as like a person that knew him closely, presumably I would know things about him that were going on in his life right and so I think that's kind of also what's jarring for people 
Yeah, I think there's levels to it too, though. Like, okay, crush and joy situation. They're just dating, right? I feel like that shouldn't be as much of a shock as they were like trying to make it out to be. Whereas with like Bobby being like, yeah, she's like eight months pregnant. Like the baby's coming next month, and I'm married to her as well. So like, I mean, like that's like that's a a big a big difference. Um, but again, I think you have to ask yourself, not you, but like one, like why do you feel weird about that? Like he's a grown man. Like I guess don't you like, want that for him. I guess it's like the shock of it all. Like not not that you're just like dating, but like like right. Like, you're, like, full, like, like, you didn't just tell us when she got pregnant, right? Like, <laughs> the baby's coming, like, <laughs> the baby's, like, like foot is out, like, like, the baby's here, like, they're about to get married, like, <laughs> it's, like, really big compared to, like, oh, we're just dating, like, this doesn't have to be, like, I mean, it's serious, but I don't know. It, it just seems to me like it's a little bit, a little bit more, has a little bit more shock yeah. on you than just oh we're just dating but again like if they're dating and they tell us that they're dating we're like oh okay and then they're like okay we're married we're getting married and then you're like oh okay and then like oh we're like expecting you have time to like make your peace with each of those phases I don't even know if make your peace is like the right example but you have a way to like re right calibrate how you view that figure and when it's like not only am i married we also have a baby next month it's like boom 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 well yeah because it'll be expected right if they're like dating like okay you're going to expect that if they're dating and they're not breaking up like at some point they're going to get to this point of like you know a lifelong relationship whereas just come out the door with like yep (laughs) baby (laughs) i got a three-year-old like you're like whoa (laughs) that's a little I guess it's almost like how did you even manage to like hide that for so long right like you got dispatched that's like all up in everyone's business how did you manage to like hide that I'm not even like worried about it I'm more so curious and like respecting you able to to, like dodge dispatch yeah for like eight months or however long you were together with someone I do think like (laughs) In this super, super, super hypothetical universe, if I were an idol, I would want to keep my relationship really private, like, not even because of, like, netizens or, like, dispatch, but, like, every aspect of your life, every single aspect, like, is under a microscope. Like, even in the soup, which I just finished this weekend, like, (laughs) Hive is literally filming them while they sleep. Like, there are cameras in their rooms, right? Like, every aspect of your life is filmed and then, like, eventually distributed for public consumption and dissemination. Like, maybe, and I agree with you, like, I have mad respect for people who can keep their relationship, like, super under wraps. But, like, I think I would want the same thing. Like, how many times have you heard any member of BTS in the documentary say, like, not even from a romantic relationship perspective, but just like a life perspective that they've missed out on like right. a lot of normal experiences of just like going to the movies or like whatever, you know, like just common everyday things that we all take for granted. So, I mean, maybe that's what they wanted and I could see why. Yeah. Well, um, that's kind of along the lines of what I was thinking about reading, um, 
Bobby and Joy and Crush's letters to like the fans and where they were like apologizing so much. I'm like, maybe this is where um, our like cultural differences are um, and that we're like more in- individualistic here in the West. Um, and then there's more of like a group collective um, and like the East or whatever. Um, and that they felt like so sorry <laughs> to the fans for like coming out with this news. And I'm like, you don't owe me anything, right? Or, I mean, I'm not like, okay, I'm a fan of Crush and whatever, but it's like, you don't, you don't owe me anything. Like, you don't even owe me an explanation for why you are dating this person, why you're getting married to this person, why you're having this baby. Like, you don't have to write me a letter. Like, <laughs> you don't have to, like, apologize to me and, like, say I'm so sorry that this news is so sudden or, like, I hope you're not upset with me, like, what like what does this have to do with me right like you don't owe me anything nothing that I've okay sure I bought your albums and I've I've spent money and gone to your concerts and stuff like that but that doesn't mean that I'm like entitled to like any part of your personal life so I almost felt bad that they were like apologizing so hard like I'm sorry that you're so upset about this like mm. (laughs) yeah to be honest, this is only something I thought of now. It's definitely something I'll have to like sit with a while. But I mean, like their professional lives and their personal lives are so closely intertwined. Like when you and I punch out the clock, I mean, provided I'm not doing anything like super illegal or whatever, like I can basically go and do whatever I want in my off time with yeah. no repercussions to my professional life. Right. Right. Like, so they don't have that. There's no, like, on-off. You're just always on all the time. So maybe that's why they feel apologetic. Yeah. But nonetheless, I agree with you. I mean, I guess, okay. But even still, I'm like, even if it changed the dynamics of how you interact with the group, right? Like, for some reason, the group has to take a little bit of a break because you want to spend a little bit of time with your, your partner, like on your honeymoon phase or like you know raising the kid in like the first few months (laughs) like okay that wouldn't be that bad um I can't get mad at you for wanting to like spend time with the kid and like not wanting to like do anything with the group or like the group kind of goes on like yeah very hiatus like I can't get mad about that (laughs) right (laughs) yeah I guess you could if like I don't know like I understand what you're saying and I agree with you if like because I choose to date, like, you suddenly don't have a job or you're earning less. Like, there is no separation. You know what I mean? Right. So. But even if a member was like, okay, I'm sorry. I'm getting married. I'm having a kid. And I don't want to do this anymore. How can I get mad at them for that? Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, it, it's sudden and things change. Yes, I'm going to be sad about it. Like, I'll miss them or I would miss the group if the group was like, well, we don't want to go on without you. Like it would suck but I can't get mad at you for like wanting to do something different with your life um and like having a lifestyle that would suddenly conflict with your current celebrity lifestyle like I can't I can't get mad at you for that yeah like you so don't- you're very mature and very generous I would hope so like I just I would hope fans that would be more understanding, right? I'm just thinking of, like, you know how BTS had to stop with, like, the the gifts and whatnot that 
fan sites or whoever were donating to them because they were donating them such lavish gifts. And then you got fan sites that think they literally own them. So they had to like stop this entire thing that they had going on for years because people think that they own them. Um, so I just, I just know that if BTS come out and they're like, yup, I'm dating, it could be like something simple. Like I'm dating. People would be like, <laughs> yeah again circling back to that article i read they were talking about like i don't know i forget the terminology they use but basically like the dehumanization of the celebrity body and like you know yeah jimin wears a luxury shirt that a fan site has bought for him do they view him then as like a template or like he's not a person he's like they're projected I don't have the language for what I'm trying to say, but they're like projecting on him almost like as a doll. Anyway, <laughs> should we get to our main topic? Yeah. Um, yes, let's get into the irony of it all. Like, <laughs> uh, how can we do an episode and then literally weeks later? It's not even weeks. Like it was two weeks. weeks. Okay. It was like, yeah, we released our new episode. I want to say, well, we always try to post on Thursdays. And was the announcement Friday or Saturday? I think it was Thursday. I think it was Thursday night. Okay. Oh, okay. I think it was Thursday night. I have no sense of time. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, I think so. So, yeah, two episodes ago, we literally had our newest one, the announcement dropped, and then the week prior had been us wondering what was up with concert tickets, and now we know. I'm like, did we jinx it? <laughs> What's the chance to do that? We should have knocked on wood or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Wait, we need to delete that entire conversation. <laughs> About Bong Don like being married because I swear I cannot handle any more shocking Wait, well, revelations at this right moment. <laughs> I hope that picked up on the yeah. that was me not. No, one of our listeners sent us a letter. I don't remember if it was a letter or a review. I think it was a letter or an email, but they wrote to us and we're like, so far, all your predictions have been like spot on. And I'm like, <laughs> oh no. Not the way I want us to be known yeah. for like predicting. <laughs> bts events like this uh, not how i would go out yeah no please no i'm not inviting that energy and i will say for the record that was in reference to like our timing on the butter and permission to dance drops so like yeah i'm comfortable with music predictions but can we not like manifest concert or like big interpersonal revelations like i do not 2021 has enough going on right? it's too much it's too much um should we should we read the notice? Uh, sure. Today, I am in pain. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, hello, this is Big Hit Music. We would like to provide some information regarding BTS Map of the Soul Tour. By this point, I already knew what was coming. Because, like, what... <laughs> like, what else were they going to say? Our company has worked hard to resume preparations for BTS Map of the Soul Tour, knowing that all fans have been waiting eagerly and long for the tour. However, due to changing circumstances, that however hit really hard. Like, don't however be. Nothing good comes after how. <laughs> yeah. 
However, must be rude, but exactly. However, due to changing circumstances beyond our control, it has become difficult to resume performances at the same scale and timeline as previously planned. Therefore, we must announce the cancellation of the BTS Map of the Soul Tour. Spain, but without BS. <laughs> Literally. Uh, the, tour, the tour's concerts in Seoul were previously canceled in February of last year, followed by the postponement of the North American leg in March. Dates in Europe and Japan were postponed prior to the start of ticket sales in those regions. We regret that we must now inform you of the formal cancellation of the tour. For fans who have reserved tickets for the North American shows, you will receive an email from your original point of purchase regarding refunds. Once again, allow us to offer our sincere apology to all fans who have waited for the BTS Map of the Soul Tour to resume. We are working to prepare a viable schedule and performance format that can meet your expectations, and we will provide updated notices as soon as possible. Thank you. I guess I wasn't surprised. Right. Like, it was a shock, but I wasn't surprised. Because, again, like, two weeks prior, we had literally been on talking about the logistics of, like, how will this work? Are you keeping the stages the same? Because even within, you know, categories of tickets, like, people chose specific seats based on proximity to the stage, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm not surprised. And even though it had been, like, indefinitely postponed, it was still a bright spot. You know what I mean? Like, that feeling of, I don't know when it's going to happen, but I can't wait for that day when I'm reunited with all my DMV friends. Uh, You know, we're all at a concert together experiencing that festival vibe. We're all happy and, like, in a group together. I don't know. Like, in the last, like, year and a half uh, or a little more, right, like it's been a bright spot and lately in general I've also been feeling this sense of a foreboding like will it end <laughs> you know or is this right. just how it's gonna be and this announcement even though I knew it was coming kind of brought up all these feelings that I've been feeling throughout the pandemic of like helplessness and being upset and this feeling that it's never ending and like I don't want to be too much of a negative Nancy but it it kind of like hammered it home for me that like things are not going back to normal especially that announcement of like size and scale or whatever you just read I'm like okay are they gonna do smaller venues smaller concerts for safety reasons not because of popularity right but just because of safety issues like are they not touring in the same way? Like, I mean, I was seeing a lot of discourse on the timeline, and maybe we can get to this part later. But there were some really petty army that did not have tickets. I don't even really like want to call them army, but they were like ticketless army. We rise, and it's like I realize like we need to keep it in perspective. There's a lot going on in the world. It is just a concert, but it was also a bright spot and otherwise like. <laughs> really rough two years for like everyone collectively right and so like you celebrating that we lost something is really rude and kind of hurtful and then it became this debate of like older armies versus armies that had joined since tickets had gone on sale and how like 
new armies don't really feel welcome and feel gatekept and it just I guess whatever I'm kind of rambling but the main point was like not only was I feeling sad and vulnerable at kind of like having lost something that I was looking forward to even more than I otherwise would have been but then also there was all this negativity on the timeline about like f people that had tickets and then like new army feeling gatekept and I was just like and I'm out of here (laughs) I can't go on twitter yeah um well first i'll say that i was surprised that they even like (laughs) held out this long i mean it's been well over a year um a lot of people had like postponed their or completely canceled their tours right Mm -hmm. also people who have um who have who have tickets going on sale for future concerts right um, and, and people are like resuming their tours. I don't, I don't know what setup they're doing for it. Um, but you know, BTS are, are going the safe route. And honestly, I really felt in my heart that they weren't going to start a tour here. Even though they already had the tickets sold for North America. I did not think that they would start in North America whenever they resume the tour. Like they're going to start in Korea. And if Korea is not up to par, then like this tour is not going to happen. And we kind of like saw some light not really though (laughs) i feel like they gaslighted us and making us think that this was like almost over um whereas i feel like korea just really was like up and down with like cases and like going in and out of lockdown and stuff like that so in retrospect like all of this is not surprising and i am uh surprised that they even last this long i'm I'm happy that I'm going to get my money back because that was one thing that I was like, yes. no, no freaking way that anybody is keeping my money that I put down for that ticket. I better get every single last cent back. Um, but also at the same time, I still wish that there was some way that they would honor the people who had tickets. I don't know like how you would do that. If you have to add on extra shows or you somehow like cap how people go to shows I don't know I was like trying to think of like how can they how can they maximize the amount of people that would want to see BTS now right because it's 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 far more than it was when we bought tickets yeah um so how do you do that do you have like multiple shows and you say like all right you can only go to like one show if we're doing like three shows in one city you can only go to one or like you can buy your ticket for one day but you got to wait like 24 hours before you can buy the ticket to like day day two or day three or something. Yeah. Just like, I, I just okay. know that would be a logistical nightmare. Like you can transfer yeah. tickets on Ticketmaster. As much as it pains me to say it, I, I think this was like the fair way. I wish our tickets were honored too. And I know how much we had to fight to even get these. But like you said, there's so many more people that want to go now. It's just like the chances of us getting <laughs> the chances of us getting those seats again are just like really slim. I mean, they could go in an even better direction, maybe with we'll barricade. I don't know, but yeah, the fact that we had the tickets and they were like right there, and now it's gone. Yeah. We don't even get. I don't I know. know. Like, can you give us like some kind of priority? Like, dang, like I. <laughs> I'm not saying other people can't go, but 
come on like this sucks do that all over again that sucks it does it really does and when I think about how much they've grown even in the pandemic times and I don't care like when there's no way to evaluate this. There really isn't. So this is not from like a ticketing perspective. I don't care if like newer armies go like I am happy if they go and get the chance to see BTS in person because it's like next level. I want them to have that experience. But like if it's general public like yeah I heard such and such on the radio three times. I'm like you you do not get a ticket (laughs) like get out of here because there's so much more like even general public awareness than there was before which I guess is good and and they need it for like whatever crap awards yeah (laughs) we can cut this if I sound too bitter but just like I understand there's benefits to that but that also complicates the like army getting tickets thing especially if they make the concert smaller to be safer it's just gonna like exacerbate all of this ticket getting drama by like a thousand yeah, well, before even commenting on the size, think about, like, that one fan we met at MetLife. Yeah, I thought of her when you said that. And, like, didn't even care. So, like, here's someone who's liked BTS for forever. <laughs> Does someone like her, like, why Why does she get to see BTS more than someone who just joined the fandom and, like, loves BTS and really wants to see them live when you got someone who's like touring to see them like they're on their own personal tour to see bts cross country and they don't even care by like show number three like that girl the girl was so over it like she was like it was crazy it was crazy she i'm i will never forget that like it was insane she had been to every show which like that in and of itself is like a logistical feat but like she was so burnt out (laughs) yeah I can't even imagine getting to that point. Like, there has to be someone who wants to be there more than you. Right. But I'm just, like, down with army elitism. Like, <laughs> you're, like, no more deserving to go see BTS than someone else. Yeah. Um, I, it's like, I don't want to take away the seat from, you know, a fan who wants to see them. But it's just thinking yeah. about someone like her, like, she'd really, <laughs> like, I could have gone to somebody else. No offense. I'm sure there was other people who would have been far more willing to be in her position. Even for one show. It doesn't have to be the entire tour. Even us. Like, we were kind of up and to the side. Like, oh my god. Like, we were like, girl, kinda, let's oh, switch. Kind of in the nose weeds. And does she have, like, sound check? I think so. Okay, come on. But she was, okay, she was jaded even about sound check. Like, what? <laughs> even to this day, I'm like, I can't. I mean, again, I'm a person that's never had soundcheck. I had it for this concert, and now I don't. You know, but like, I can't even envision it. But um, back on the size thing, yeah. Um, so I'm like, that's gonna make it even more complicated. Yep. For us to get tickets now, <laughs> if you're reducing the size. But I was also thinking about how at the MetLife show, um, at the end of the show, Tay was doing his mint. And he was like, would you guys still come and see us if we play, like, smaller arenas? And, like, surely in 2019, he didn't know that was going to happen. But I just found it interesting that he was even saying that in 2019. Like, why were you even thinking about downsizing, like, at a, if you're at stadium level? Like, 
I don't know. I just found that like really interesting. And then of course COVID happens. No way he knew that COVID was yeah. spooky in hindsight. So, yeah. Just like kind of creepy that like he, he asked that question and like now we're getting to a point where it's possible that we would have to either have an, a, a stadium tour, but less people in it or just play smaller venues somehow like more spaced out. I don't know. Like how would that work? Well, just thinking of supply and demand, what do you think those tickets would cost? I mean, right. I saw people on Twitter joking about how they're going to get their like bunked on stimulus check back, which like is not false, right? When you consider the price of tickets and people buying tickets to go with their friends, et cetera, or like when hitting I up multiple laugh, shows. My ass off. Those tweets of like laughing at a funeral, that's exactly what it felt like. <laughs> I saw it on like night one like, when it happened. I was laughing my ass off. That was funny <laughs> i saw those i always see those comments that are like what is it like the joke is a good joke but <laughs> <laughs> the implication is that it's like way too soon <laughs> yeah Man, that's how i felt reading that but yeah like okay what do we think it's gonna cost if demand is like three or four times what it used to be and there's like a fourth of the tickets that there used to be yeah. I don't know what level of like scale down we're talking here. This is purely yeah. hypothetical. I'm like, how much were sound check tickets in like 2015? <laughs> and now, know. like, compared to now, and then compare whatever is going to come in the future, right? Like, not even just BTS like level of fame, but also now you got to include like COVID and that they may have less people so now they're going to charge more to make up for like whatever loss they would be getting by having less people do you check in covid you do that all those people bunched together do you even have sound checking covid do you have barricade like what what does that even look like <laughs> catch me with my like n95s <laughs> in the front row right i mean like really think about that how do you how do you even operate so i totally see why they canceled this thing right and and then the way they were going to have the festival like there was just going to be way too much like high touch like places of contact or whatever like it, it just would not have gone well so i see why they canceled it but oh well this is like kind of like the the conversation you had before about allegedly but not really recommending going into credit card debt <laughs> this whole scenario this is like a different version of that just like I'm really glad I, I went to the ones I went to in the past right and like the stadium tours where possible and obviously everyone didn't have that but this is just a reminder for all of us that like if you are able to do something and like an opportunity comes up like take it if you are in any way, shape, or form able to go or do whatever that opportunity is, right? Right. Don't be like, maybe it'll come back around next time because obviously, like, literally nothing is guaranteed. Right. I mean, I'm not recommending you go into credit card debt if you know there's no way that you're, like, going to be able to pay for that. But if you can somehow find a way to get yourself to the concert and back, like, make sure that you have somewhere to lay your head at night after that concert and you're somehow able to get a ticket. I don't care if you got to go by yourself. Listen, I know what it's like to, like, go to an event by yourself, and it's, like, weird. Um, but I promise you, like, 
going to a concert by yourself is not as bad as it sounds. It is more fun with friends. Well, depending on the friends uh, you have and who you go see. <laughs> but uh, like, Do we need to unpack this? I'm talking about BTS, right? Like, going to a concert <laughs> with friends, is, I'm sure, would be far more exciting than, like, going by yourself. But, I mean, like, there's probably some people that you really want to see. But, like, you have friends that aren't really into them. But you're like, I don't want to go by myself. So you kind of, like, force this person to go with you. And they, like, might ruin your experience, right? So that's that's why true. Thinking, like, going by yourself could be better than just waiting on somebody else to do something with you. Like, you can't just wait on other people to do stuff with you in life. Like, just go and do it, right? I know. I, I know it's, it's hard. Um, it's not easy to just tell people to go and do that or to, like, get the... I don't know, courage or confidence to like go and do that, especially if you're like traveling out of state. I'm sure that's kind of scary. Yeah. Um, well, you are preaching to the choir here. I went to Wings concert by myself and love yourself by myself. Yeah. I mean, think about it. If you go by yourself, okay, I went to the Ariana Grande concert by myself. I had the freaking time of my life. I was on the floor. I was singing my heart out. I didn't care who was next to me. Like, <laughs> it was great. Would it have been fun to have been with friends who also like Ari? Sure. That did not stop me from having a good time. So, hopefully, BTS will come back um, to whatever area you're in. Um, that was one thing that kind of sucked. I'm like, will they come back specifically to the DMV area? Because that's what we were really looking forward to. Um, I hope that we will see them come back to the same places that they um, were originally going to come to and to even more places. Because, I mean, there's far more places that haven't even seen BTS at all. Like, you know, the U.S. has seen BTS so many times, but there's far more places that haven't even seen BTS at all, right? Yeah. So I hope that they will get to actually tour in the future this stupid COVID thing will somehow get under some kind of control that we can return to some sense of normalcy right I don't know yep and you okay I'll say this concerts are one of the least weird things to go to by yourself right um I've moved around a lot I've spent a lot of time like on my own in different cities and countries and just various places I've lived and like at a concert, first of all, you already have something to focus on. So no one's looking at you if you're like standing around by yourself or like singing your heart out or whatever. Right. Everyone's just focused on the music. But also, it is a great chance to make new friends. Um, like that's how I met Jess, who's been a guest on our podcast before. She's, you know, in our DMV group, one of our good friends. Like we we're just standing in line next to each other at Wing Store, and like she and her sister just struck up a conversation with me. And here we are, what, five years later, still friends. Okay, Julie's far more um, social than me. So I'm going to put that out there. <laughs> I'm going to the concert and I'm like, don't look at me, don't talk to me. I'm not here for you. Like, I'm here to see this artist and this artist only. Um, if I happen to make friends and that's cute, but like, if you're antisocial like me, I'm still telling you you're going to have a good time even if you don't. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I mean, the second concert I went to... I, so I had had a good experience, like, meeting Jess at Wings Tour. And for whatever reason, we <laughs> couldn't or didn't coordinate. Like, we didn't overlap which concerts we went to. And um, I tried to, like, talk to people at the Love Yourself Tour, the next one. And they were just, like, not having it. And you know what? Like, it was a little awkward. But 
maybe they just didn't want to chat. They already knew each other. I charged my phone. I ate my nachos. <laughs> I went to my seat or wherever I was, and I had a great time. So, yeah. Actually, that was the GA one. So, I'm misremembering. Fact check myself. But anyway, in one of my two concert experiences, Justin and her sister were friendly. This other group of people weren't, but it didn't like hurt my experience in any way. Yeah. Don't let anyone ruin your night either. Like, <laughs> even if the fans aren't friendly, the vendor selling the t shirt don't have your size, the drunk person next to you spills beer on you. Like, just find some way to just focus on that artist that you came to see. <laughs> you paid money to be there. So have a good time. I'm just having like a flashback to a Bonnie Bear concert that I went to, and this chick like splashed her I don't know like red vodka soda or whatever like all over me and my brother and she was really out of hand drunk like next level intoxicated and her like whoever she was with her friend he was like um I'm super sorry uh but she was like not well so Mm. anything could happen just be prepared (laughs) Speaking of alcohol, um, this is not for you if you're underage, and this is not for you if you have any kind of issues with alcohol. It's also really fun <laughs> to get slightly buzzed <laughs> at a BTS concert. <laughs> we found that out um, at this year's love tour. I never have drink at, I've never had like a drink at a concert before. Um, that was my first experience. I'm telling you, it's a little different um, when they come up to Dionysus and like the little panther comes out. When you're like totally <laughs> tipsy, I'm just telling you, like the vibe is really different. So <laughs> if you're like, man, I'm alone, uh, I don't like this, get yourself a drink. If you're over the age of 21, I'm telling you, you're gonna see that concert differently. <laughs> but also make sure you can get yourself home safely at the end of the night, particularly yeah. if you're visiting a new city or a new country. Possible. Um, definitely yeah. get an Uber at the end of the night. You know, don't don't try and do nothing crazy. Any more in the concert bit? No, I mean, I think we've covered it because we, we talked, we've had a couple of previous episodes about concerts and then we were just recently wondering. I'm just like really sad as to be expected. And like, again, I feel like we say this all the time, but really like rest in peace to Mod 7 era. I mean, she just did not get what she deserved at all. I'm just, it's just so annoying. Like that era was going to be fantastic. That was like, I mean, it was the seven. Hello, like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it, and when you think about the songs on that album, yes, like they're all pretty much individually great, and they just didn't. I don't know. Like we've talked a million and one times how I'm like kind of grumpy or whatever, but like they're all good. And even like me, a person that pretty much listens to BTS at least every day or every other day, like. I hate to say it, but, like, sometimes I forget that album exists. Like, I don't know. Like, don't know. it's I nuts. Think, I think Mod 7 is a solid album. Like, I mean, I think that album was great. I think that album was great from, like, concept. Okay. Not really feeling, the, like, the packaging, like, the design of, like, <laughs> whatever the, like, taco grease stained little photos they were handing out and like <laughs> the photo book <laughs> was oh no wasn't really feeling that yeah. um but posters with holes punched out i think the idea was great like this textbook size thing that they were trying to pass out um 
I think in like concepts with like, you know, the ego persona and shadow, I think that was great. Like the music videos, I mean, come on, like Black Swan, iconic, like it's a legend, we'll live on. Yeah. Like, I just think Mod 7 had just great moments and COVID ruined it. All. Hello, Ugg was on Mont 7. Exactly. We are bulletproof the eternal. Exactly. Oh, there's just so many, like, so many good things on that album. And it just completely, oh, just completely got overlooked. It's just so sad. We're not going to get that, like, seven stage, I'm assuming. We won't. Actually, okay, that would be even worse <laughs> if we picked. Our tickets for Mont Seven concert tour, with the seven stage in mind, they recycle the seven stage, but we no longer have those tickets. Like, what would you do? Right. This is where I want the Army sixty minutes to kick in. What do they do with all that equipment? Like, what? What do they do? What do they do with all of that? Like. I mean, they were going to turn the city purple, okay? It was going to become a freaking army festa through, like, every city they were touring in. What did they do with that? Like, what? I mean, I'm sure they were, like, setting up. We were right there. Like, had they started production on this stuff? Surely they had. Is it just sitting somewhere? Yeah, there's a giant panther in, like, a supply warehouse (laughs) somewhere. I mean, the panther at least saw the light of day, to your point, but yeah. Right, like, what... What are they doing with that stuff? Yeah. They probably lost a crap ton of money, which is why we're inundated with merch. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Like, they wait so long because they were trying to, like, recoup the cost that they would have made on that tour. Yep. So now that they finally reached a point, okay, cool, we can cancel it. Or the Ticketmaster had them in some kind of chokehold where, like, they couldn't cancel for some reason. I mean, they allowed us to get our our tickets back. Was that like was how long was that a year ago when they asked that? I guess so. Yeah, um, or more. I can't remember when they actually asked that question, but it would have had to have been more than a year because we had to choose. Right. I think like right around when the concert was. I I don't know. I don't. I honestly don't recall with COVID. My they sense of time legal, is shot. Legal obligations to Ticketmaster or something like what? What happened? Yeah. I don't have answers. The only thing I can think of is, like, contracting out to different, like, suppliers and stuff, right? Like, it's probably not Big Hit interns sitting in a room sewing a giant panther. Like, someone else has to make that for them. So (laughs) if they could stagger, like, you know, whoever's making it for them, like, they could potentially cancel. But to your point, like... And they might have it for different regions, right? Like, they probably recouped their losses for Europe and Asia. Like, the Japan tour was canceled before they ticketed, right? I don't know how that works, but, like, it was early enough that maybe if they had someone making a panther in Japan and someone making a panther in Europe, they could be like, actually, you know what? Don't do that, please. (laughs) But Oh, no, keep going. Oh, no, no. I was just going to say, I doubt they, like, ship this stuff across the globe. I'm sure they just have, like, different sets, different places, but I don't actually know that. Hmm. That's a good point. That's a good point. I also wonder what 
from Mots 1 was going to be used for the Map of the Soul tour, or was any of it? Like, was it a completely new, like, you know, set design or whatever, or even set list? Um, Or elements of it pulled from the actual tour itself, right? Like, we have seen that giant freaking nam june thing that i'm absolutely terrified of in real life um <laughs> i'm sure it would have been vr or something like when he did the like trivia love thing and there were stars maybe right. i'm glad that i didn't see it huh? i would have peed on myself so <laughs> i have a feeling like maybe that's when we should have known that mods tour was just not happening because actually in retrospect looking back at bang bang khan the live um during some of their ments, they were teasing the UGG choreography, right? Um, but they were like, oh, like, we don't want to give it all away. Ha, 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 ha. Got to save some stuff for the concert. Because, like, while we were all so cute and naive, we thought it would be over soon. Right. And so, you know, by the time Moss 1 rolled around in October, like, we should have been like, you know what? Maybe not. I mean, it felt like it was the end when it went off, you know? Like, when the show went off, I was like, oh, yeah, this is done. Yeah. My final question for you is, do you think we'll ever see any of the Map of the Soul songs live? Yeah, at least as a medley. I feel like, you know, they always have, like, some medley tracks in the middle of the show. Um, yeah. I would hope at least as a medley. I would think even more than usual, they would want to like pay homage or whatever to um, like the concert that never was. I think they're very aware that we all missed out. So even if they have new stuff they want to promote, I have a hard time envisioning that they would just let it go. What do you think? I mean, they, they constantly talk about wanting to do on and like having on be like the first song that they do live um so i think we would see on but i'm thinking about like you know like louder than bombs and how we keep protesting like please do louder than bombs live like will we get something i just feel like louder than bombs is so great but they don't even think about it so like yeah. will we get to see a b-side well, live like, i don't know i mean justice for paradise right <laughs> so right. um maybe not and i doubt we'll see the solo stages unless there's like a reason for them to do that as part of a showcase or something yeah. i mean i think we'll get the title tracks i guess is what i'm saying yeah <laughs> all although like my time and filter enthusiasts are rioting right now i, I can picture <laughs> it but i'm sorry everyone i i don't think we'll get the solo stages yeah i mean who knows by the time they have conscious again how many albums they'll have out by then how many well that's what i'm thinking like think about how many releases we've had since there hasn't been a concert you have like mods one you have b you have dynamite you've butter you've permission to dance if they release another album in september like everyone's thinking they might right now like we'll have that i mean that's a good point b didn't see the light of day either no i mean mean, performed it but not in person it's literally baffling when I think about, <laughs> honestly, that's when it hits me the most how long this pandemic has gone on, as messed up as it is, when I think about all the BTS songs that they've released that have never, not once, been performed live. Yeah. Or at least in front of a live audience, right? Yeah. It's sick. It is sick. 
Anyway, we got to wrap this up because it's another hour and a half. We do. Listen, we're not going to hit two hours this time. Um, <laughs> some part of this will be cut out. Anyway, <laughs> um, that will do it for today's episode of Girls with Fun. Um, no more predictions from here on out. We just won't predict anything, actually. No thoughts had empty. Zero. Concert calendar full. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. So we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of Girls with Fun. We're so grateful that you chose to hang out with us. Once again, be sure to follow our social media accounts on Instagram and Twitter at Girls with Fun Pod and on Facebook at Girls with Fun Podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to leave us a review on your favorite streaming service. If you have an idea for an episode or you want to share your thoughts on any of the topics we've discussed, slide into our DMs or email us at girlswithfunpod at gmail.com. Thanks again for joining us and see you next time.